am excited to welcome you to Live Healthy Naturally, a podcast about how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm Dr. Samir Sridhar. You can find us on all major podcast hosts, including Google, Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So let's talk today about allergies. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, allergies per se, like what we mean by allergies that needs to be treated versus symptoms that are normal that we should expect, um, especially if you live in a country um, where pollen only is at a certain times in a year and it's not throughout the year, then naturally your body gets bombarded by these pollen all of a sudden and your body is going to react to it. So if we expect that our body is not going to react to it, that is not normal. Uh, any foreign body, your immune system knows that it's not supposed to be in and it needs to expel it. And that is the reason why we sneeze, we have runny nose, sometimes you know, itchy eyes, even watering from the eyes. All of those are normal symptoms. If it is acute, if it is just for a short period of time or happens when you go out and uh, you know it happens, then it's normal. There is nothing abnormal about it. That's not something that we need to treat. And most people know this, but I do want to reiterate that just because some people think that they should not have any symptoms. Uh, if they don't have uh, any allergies and everybody calls even just sneezing here and there as allergies and that's not okay that's just your body's normal natural response to a foreign body that it was exposed to um, some of the things that you can do at home right now um, to help with your allergies if you do have one is to start opening your windows even if you have allergies because a lot of times we think that if we have allergies we need to keep everything closed and we have to make sure that you know we never expose ourselves to allergies. But the more we live in a bubble, the more we'll suffer from allergies. So our body, whatever it gets exposed to on a regular basis, it learns how to react to it or not react to it. And it learns to adapt. So for most people who live in a tropical country, they know that to be true because there is pollen in the air all the time. There is something or the other blooming throughout the year. And most people don't suffer from allergies if they have good health. And that's because their body is used to the pollen. They inhale the same thing over and over and over again. And their body starts getting used to that, that it doesn't react to it anymore. But in most countries like America or you know Europe, uh, Canada, and so on and so forth, we have a problem because uh, the pollen is usually in spring and fall, and we don't have much of it in winter. So most people don't suffer from allergies, but they suffer from other things during winter. So that's the reason why we have to keep our windows open, at least now in the spring season, to help our body adapt. So let the pollen come in, which means that when you step out of the house, you don't get bombarded by it because your body already was getting used to it constantly throughout the day. Okay, so start doing that, even if you suffer from allergies. And then we'll talk more about what are the things that you can do to address the allergy symptoms that you have. Um, some of the most commonest things why we suffer from allergies is definitely gut related. So the things that we eat uh, affects your body tremendously. So your immune, uh, your immune system is in your gut pretty much. So whatever we eat affects your gut, especially if you have a poor digestive system. So if you have bloating often, if you have gas often, you don't digest foods properly, then definitely that needs to be fixed in order for the allergy need the, that has to be fixed. So it's not going to be just the allergies, but it's the gut that is contributing to the allergies. And of course, you know, the type of foods that we eat and how we eat it. 
um, a lot of times we hear so many things about um, you know this food being bad that food is being bad and so on and so forth there are some that are not really food and they are bad for you but there are some things that are food and that are good for you but they're not prepared properly and we will have another facebook live soon about food and how some foods have to be prepared in order for them to not have bad effects on our system and how we can actually utilize uh, these foods for our benefit. We'll have that soon. Um, and then the third thing is exercise. Exercise is also very important. Uh, most people tend to not be as active during the winter months because it's cold and that definitely contributes to people suffering from more allergies during spring because you're not as active your immune system as well as your gut function definitely starts getting lesser and lesser and also another thing is that most people eat poorly during winter months because of the holidays and everybody thinks that they deserve to be eating a cake a day <laughs> you know i know i'm i'm exaggerating right there but uh, i think you understand what i mean so that all of those things actually do contribute to how we suffer from allergies and the fourth thing is toxins have you thought about how many people are right now spraying pesticides, weed killers, and fertilizers on their yards? And uh, if you step out of your house now, you might be seeing, you know, all kinds of things that's being sprayed. Even if you don't do it in your house, even if you don't use these kinds of toxins, the fungicides, pesticides, and so on and so forth, you are still exposed to them because your neighbor is doing it. Okay. At least, so if you are doing it, then it's something to reconsider because if there are pesticides or weed killers that will kill something else, it's also going to have an impact on us. It may not kill us right away, but it's slowly killing us. It's slowly poisoning us. And you have to believe that because your body has the same kinds of cells as a plant or a bug. It's not very different. I mean, we are huge. We are big. We have so many trillions of cells. So we won't die immediately. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us. So do remember that. And uh, those kinds of toxins that we are exposed to, that we are inhaling, also affects our nasal mucosa, our oral mucosa, and so on and so forth that could actually cause allergy-like symptoms that can also kill so many different things inside our body, affect our gut and our immune system in turn because of that. So these are the typical things that we look for when we treat allergies. And then um, how can we treat this now that we have talked about what are the things that could actually contribute to it? And let me tell you actually about food, just one thing here, is that if you do consume dairy, milk, and milk products, if you have a lot of mucus going on right now, that might be a food to avoid because mu uh, dairy does produce more mucus. So if you have a lot of mucus right now, you're just going to exacerbate the problem by eating dairy. So that's something that you can avoid right now, at least until the season passes or at least until your allergies are better so that you can feel better sooner. So there are uh, many homeopathic remedies for allergies. Uh, but before I go into that, I'm just gonna talk a little bit about connect the connection between how the gut, the lungs and the skin Okay, so in Chinese medicine, there is these companion organs. So these organs work together. The gut, which is rather, I should say, large intestine, the lung, as well as the skin. If you think about it, all these three are excretory organs. So they help us excrete waste. Okay, through our lungs, we excrete carbon dioxide that we don't need. Okay, and through our uh, colon or large intestine, we excrete foods after it's all absorbed we excrete waste through that and our skin excretes toxins um, so through all of these different organs we excrete 
So if there is a problem with one particular organ, then it can also affect another organ. So that's the reason why when the gut is affected, your respiratory system is also going to be affected, whether it be allergies or even recurrent infections. So if let's say a child suffers from chronic colds or recurrent colds or recurrent ear infections, recurrent strep throat, have to look at if they have constipation, if they have diarrhea, if they're actually, even constipation is not just not pooping regularly, but also not pooping properly. So good consistency, um, the color of the stool, whether it's digested, um, and whether it comes easily, whether you have to strain at it and so on and so forth. So if you suffer from allergies, that's one place that I would always suggest you to look at. And if you have any skin conditions that are being treated with medications, then that is another reason for um, you know allergies as well. Because whenever you suppress something on the skin, because it's not able to detox properly, then things can affect your lungs or your large intestine. So definitely something to look into whenever we talk about allergies because they are not just in your nose. They are not just in your eyes. They are not just in your throat So uh, or in your sinuses. It is all interconnected and your body works as one. There is no other way it can work. It knows, it communicates with each other constantly. So we have to treat it as one. And homeopathy is a system of medicine that actually is based on the holistic principle. So we treat the body as one and we don't treat them as different parts. So we don't ever give you a medicine just for your nose or your mouth or your throat or your eyes because it's impossible to do. Every medicine works on every part of your body and the kind of effect that it has is going to be everywhere. If it is an effect that we want, we call it as the effect of the medicine. And if it has an effect that we don't want, we call it the side effect of the medicine, which is what happens with most conventional medicines. Uh, and homeopathy, because it's more of a healing medicine, we don't actually see those side effects. So some of the homeopathic remedies, uh, I'm gonna actually name them, but uh, you can actually go to our website at hygiahomeopathy.com. And if you click on the tab, Heal Naturally, you will actually see different um, illnesses that are protocols for. So it's, there's for cold, flu, um, allergies, um, allergic reactions, sinusitis, um, throat infections, and so on and so forth. So I will definitely direct you to go there for each of this because you may not be able to remember them or you know since you're not actually seeing the names of them and the indications for it. But I'm just going to mention some of the ones that we commonly use and how it can be useful. And most of the homeopathic medicines can be found uh, at Whole Foods Sprouts. Some potencies are not available. Uh, it is available from our office, but we don't typically sell it uh, for, to other people other than our patients. We only have it for our patients. Um, one of the other things that you can also use, so your lung is an organ that gets stimulated by spices. So at home, the things that you can do is you can actually do ginger tea, you can do cayenne tea, garlic, these horseradish, these are things that can actually stimulate your lungs and help it clear up things so it doesn't go all the way into your lungs. So the difference between why do we seek natural solutions for allergies instead of taking a Zyrtec, it's over the counter, it's easy to get, and it actually fixes the problem. Why not do that, right? The, question, the problem though is that when you take an antihistamine, which actually stops your nose from producing mucus to get out of the pollen, you're essentially sending the problem downward because pollen needs to be removed. When you sneeze, when you have cough, when you have runny nose, all of these are protective mechanisms for the body to get rid of a foreign body that shouldn't be going in. So when it's literally here, let's say that you're inhaling pollen 
as soon as you inhale pollen, what happens is there are cells in there. There are hair cells in there. The hair cells immediately tell the body that, hey, there is a foreign body coming in. And as soon as that information comes in, it produces histamine. Histamine is actually good for you. What it does is it immediately makes your body either produce a sneeze and a sneezing actually requires a lot of effort from the body. It has it requires so many of the different muscles working together to push it out. So when you sneeze with such violence, what happens is you actually get out the pollen. And when you do that, your body says, OK, now that it's out, I don't have to worry about it. OK. If that is not sufficient, then the next step is to produce mucus. So histamine does that as well. So what the mucus does is it actually pretty much envelops the pollen or the foreign body. And then it actually comes out. And when it comes out, you blow your nose, it's done. So the pollen is out, your body can actually rest at peace. Then again, when we take Zyrtec or Benadryl and so on and so forth, then you have antihistamines. It actually stops this protective mechanism from functioning which means now your body cannot actually get rid of the pollen. So where does the pollen end? It goes up to the sinuses or it goes to the throat because it's draining down behind your nose into your throat. So it goes to your throat or it actually goes into your lungs, causing bronchitis, pneumonia, you know, throat infection, sinusitis, and so on and so forth. So if we can address problems right here, then things will actually get better sooner than later. Otherwise, you're just prolonging your illness. You won't have runny nose, you won't have sneezing, but you will have sinusitis and bronchitis, which requires another medication. So that is the reason why natural solution is more to actually solve the problem right here and also address the problem at its root. So we actually treat the allergy and not just, you know, put a Band-Aid on the symptom. So as I mentioned about, uh, you know, spicy foods that can actually, you know, create or trigger more of an, uh, uh, trigger your lungs to, excrete stuff through your nose, uh, you can actually have what we call as fire cider. Fire cider has all of these different components. It has uh, cayenne, it has jalapenos, it has garlic, it has onions, it has different things like this. I mean, it tastes really good too. You can even use it as a salad dressing if you like. And uh, this can be taken three times a day. That can actually help your lungs work better and excrete things so it can help your symptoms. Um, the next thing that we usually use is an immunotherapy. It's an allergy drops. Um, it's specific to the region that you live in. So if you live somewhere else and not in Texas, then it'll be very specific to your area. A brand that you can buy in the store is called as Allergena. Uh, and it is very specific to your area. So look at your zone, look for your state, and then buy it. So what does Allergena has? And we have a different one in our office, which is something that we have from different pollen trees, weed, grasses in Texas and Oklahoma. So that's what that, uh, you know, allergy drops has. And so this drops, what it does is it actually makes your body become immune to it. So as I was talking about how in tropical areas, people don't really have that much of allergies because their body is used to it. So you start doing this. If you know that you suffer from allergies every year, I suggest that you start it in winter, not during spring. You start in winter because it's not truly a treatment. It's not a bandaid right there, but it's more of something that you're making your body immune to those pollens so that it doesn't react excessively as soon as uh, spring comes in. Okay, but also if you have symptoms now, you can still take it along with other homeopathic remedies that can help address your symptoms and also make you immune to the allergens so you don't continue to suffer from it every single year. 
Um, so the homeopathic remedies that we commonly use are Sabadia, the Euphrasia, Allium Sepa, Arsenicum Album. And these are typically for nasal symptoms and itchy eyes, itchy nose, and so on and so forth. You can actually go to the specific symptoms. If you go to our website and click on those tabs, you'll be able to get more of that information as to what are the indications for each of these remedies, as well as the potency for each of these remedies. So I absolutely direct you and recommend that you actually go in there. Um, but if, uh, if it's more of a sinus problem, if it's more sinusitis, more congestion, then I suggest Merck Viv or Merck Vivis, Mercurius Vivis, and Sanguinaria. Those are common remedies for that. If it's more of throat symptoms, then it'll become Causticum, Antim, Antim Tarta, Antimonium Tartaricum, um, or even Merck Iodatum. So depending on where the symptoms are, the remedies will change. But there are plenty of remedies available for you to use. And we give these protocols out for free because we want to empower people. We want people to know what they can do for themselves and get better naturally so that not only you are addressing the problem from the root cause rather than just putting a band-aid on it, but you'll also stay well overall. And that's what we want for you, okay? So um, uh, we also really ask people to suggest topics that you want to know about, you want to learn about. We are more than happy to have one of those Facebook Lives on those. So if you have any particular topic that you want to discuss about or ask about, or you know, you're concerned about, uh, you know, you heard something somewhere, you read something somewhere, but you're not sure, then please do put it on our comments. We would definitely look into it and uh, we'll, um, you know, do those uh, topics or questions in our future sessions. Uh, solution to bleeding from nose during allergy season. Um, the most common reason for bleeding uh, during allergy season is because of the dryness of the nose. So you can use saline spray. There is also a homeopathic remedy called as phosphorus, which is actually indicated for um, bleeding during allergy season. Uh, phosphorus 30C is what we would we would actually typically recommend. It will be one dose a day if they have it or as needed. I'm going to um, recommend that uh, you go to our page, Hygia um, Homeopathy, and uh, click on the tab Heal Naturally, and you will get the different ones um, for allergies, different remedies that we have there. And if your symptoms are more sinus related or throat related, then you can actually go to different uh, protocols and look at the remedies and look at the indication for each remedy along with the potency. And then you can get uh, you know them from uh, Sprouts or Whole Foods. Or um, if you do want the allergy kit though, we do sell the allergy kit as a whole kit. It's $59. Uh, it has fire cider. It has the allergy drops that's specific to Texas and Oklahoma. And it also has uh, some of the remedies that are commonly indicated, like Sabadia. It has uh, Arsenicum Album, as well as Allium Sepa in it. And these are the typical remedies that are use, used uh, at this time. So those three remedies are also included. They are sold at a higher price when they are sold individually. I know you have things to do and places to be, and you chose to listen to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm Dr. Samya Sridharan, and it is an absolute honor to be heard by you. I hope you enjoyed and learned something from this episode. Show us some love and share with your friends and family. And be sure to tune into our next episode in two weeks. Much love and help. Until then.